Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. season uh, joining us back again is teach Hello. and filling in for morgan ashley we have northern lights how's it going and we have a man looking for something dan found it and last but certainly not least we have penal howdy howdy and hosting for the last time i think cookie oh that's a shame you should stay on on a more permanent basis we don't need a that sterling job we don't need that midget who takes a week to edit it and Cut out all the good bits. <laughs> I've enjoyed the no fuss editing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we can um, cause a, a mutiny here and have Starburns kicked off permanently. I think leadership spill. Yeah, should, we should put it to a vote. Yeah, it's a it's a democracy. Yep. I've got to vote for Starburns. <laughs> well, he gets kicked over in the street every second day being a midget. Anyway, we'll start with Guatiers, and he wants to go first. Don't all go at once. <laughs> <laughs> go Dan um, oh mine's simple Connor fucking McGregor levels the score with Nate Diaz in the UFC if anyone didn't watch it um, it was on pay per view Saturday uh, around 2 um, if, you, if you're not a UFC fan then you won't know what I'm talking about but that's that's my goo I mean I, I can't goo about my team they lost over the weekend um, so yeah. yeah, and this is a footy show, you dickhead. What are you I, talking about UFC for? Well, I can goo what, about whatever I want. I mean, you've probably gooed about getting a route somewhere or something that's got nothing to do with football. Yeah, but I don't, I don't bring it on on the podcast. That's that's <laughs> all you do. That's all. That's 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 your home run swing, Teach. That's all we get. Yeah, I actually watched the last bit of this fight. I didn't catch all of it, but I saw when I saw when it might have been Nate Diaz was interviewed and he couldn't stop swearing. It was pretty funny. I actually um, uh, goo, goo for another team and for um, um, Eddie Betts in uh, in playing a, a remarkable game, which I watched and and thought that he was just absolutely on fire, and also that he was just full of class. That um, he, he didn't get stirred up or get into the media about the banana throwing dickhead from Port Adelaide. It was a woman so, teacher. What? Is a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So that. So is she still? She's still a dickhead by your. It, it doesn't make her less of a dickhead. I, oh, I believe the correct term is vagina head. A lot of rage also from little kids on the sideline too, yelling at Eddie. I, I, I saw the uh, the what's it must be no older than seven bunch of Port fans, and you could like read their lips, and they were. Oh yeah, I saw that. And, yeah. Uh, they, I don't know what they teach in uh, schools in Adelaide, but um, judging by Bay 13 
fucking posters from Adelaide. It can't be too much. No, it was pretty disgusting, wasn't it? Well, it's, just, it's Adelaide. What can you do? No, I, th- I think the bogans. I think the the biggest takeaway is that no one was surprised by by anything really. Either the um, the racism or the uh, the kids hurling abuse over the fence. There's always going to be a minority that just want to act like dickheads at the footy. Whether you're the KFC boy. Uh, Trade draft or, or this ranger <laughs> over the weekend is always going to be that. Did one. anyone see the real teach on um, the highlight reel at the end of uh, the Geelong Brisbane game? Was he crying? No, nah, he's he's wearing sunglasses that were really <laughs> ill-fitting. They 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 sort of like skewed on his head, and he's leaning over the fence, bashing the you know the um, the advertising pillions. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and 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 screaming out, Geelong. Gee, long and uh, he, he he made for a very pathetic thing. I'm, I'm I'm not sure why anyone who is in a team cheer squad would ever feel the need to wear sunglasses. I mean, if they're in a cheer squad, their future's obviously not that bright. <laughs> and they were actually in the dark side of the, of the stadium, force. so there was there was no there was no sun shining. Anyway, who else has got goo or tears? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll follow teachers' lead and have goo for another team. Um, Carlton, they they did us a favour by by knocking over Melbourne and uh, making sure North play in the final. So we are the fucking navy blues. Your beauty. <laughs> what a pathetic, limpy way to get into the finals just by hoping that other people lose. We're, we're probably going to get smashed over the weekend, and we're still getting. Bring in the finals. I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. Not the best way to go into finals with no, it's bad not. form. Penal, do you have goo or tears? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to be Mr. Positive this uh, this time of year, so I'll uh, I'll have reluctant goo from from my team, and just because he hasn't been my goo this yet this year, uh, Brendan Whitecross. Just a a good story to have him back and playing football, good football. Uh, definitely back in the best 22 where he belongs and in a week where so much of the headlines were dominated by knee injuries. It's really great to um, to have him back out there and playing after two Ricos and uh, teachers obviously men- mentioned uh, mental in this uh earlier in the year, and so it could be that one of those two guys uh, win a premiership after a very, very long road, and that's what you that's what you watch football to see. Good story. I'll go for tears, or some basketball tears. Oh, oh that was fucked. Oh, the boomers. Oh, they, they, they fluffed that up, didn't they? Jesus. First the choke against Serbia, but then the basketball referee decides to call a foul. Oh, how shit was he? As bad as that was, it's not as bad as them fluffing it up when they had five seconds to to win the game. That was terrible. That's true, but still, how badly can you fuck it up? It's the boomers. I mean, I can't say I'm surprised. Still, moral bronze medal. I I don't even watch basketball. I have zero interest in the... uh... Neither do I, but I do watch NBA. But I did watch this game, and like even I, as a non-fan, totally see that that was not a foul at the end there. Like he pretty much fell over under his own momentum. And well, we'll move on to the well games of the week, and we'll start with the games that didn't matter. First off is Richmond versus St Kilda, which can be described as a shit fest. Every single time I come on here and I say I've seen the shittest game of the year. It seems to always get topped by some other game the following week, and this and this was this game. This game was terrible. 
I mean, I, the, I, I, I didn't watch it, but I listened to it when I was out and about, and the commentators were just, they were just ragging it about how shit it was. Yeah, my eyeballs deserved better. Paddy McCartan <laughs> was probably best on ground, and he was off for three and a half quarters. I know, yeah. Oh god, that's the one other thing. Other thing about the Olympics, it's become like the Tour de France. It's been marred with drugs, performance enhancing drugs. Like everyone seems to be on, seems to be on something. Well, has been for years. Yeah, but I've just, I've only just noticed it more so in this Olympics than any other Olympics. Is that a fair comment? Yeah. And you know, it just seems to be a common occurrence now in in mainstream sport. People just getting caught with drugs. What can you do though? And how about that um, South African distance runner, uh, oh. Caster Seamaninia, or whatever her name that's sort is that, of a girl, is that the but bloke? not really a girl? It's... Oh my god, that interview with the Australian reporter, I'm, I'm listening to it, I'm thinking, is that a man or a woman? And then I realised it's that it's that man trying, is a woman, or isn't, I, I don't know, an it. Um, how, how does that work? So... Like if you chop off your dick, you're you're a woman and you can compete in the Olympics. She apparently has elevated testosterone, or she's like a hermaphrodite or some shit. I think she was born with. Well, then both, you, you she put, was born with both bits. You put her in the both bits category of the Olympics, and she can represent <laughs> her country in the, in, the, in, the, in the both bits category. No, I I, I do agree with that because I saw someone posted this on the uh, uh, on the Olympics board. It was an interview with the person, I think, who placed fourth in that race and just missed out on a medal. And, like, they, as you might expect, were absolutely shattered and heartbroken and just feel for them because it's, it's not really a fair fight, is it? If you've got both body parts, you, you compete in the Hermy race, division, <laughs> not in the man or women's division. Well, technically, you can actually go and fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do that after the race in celebration once you've won, but that's—I mean—that's that, not—that's not right. She's probably got all this extra testosterone and muscle in her in her body that gives her a clear advantage over your average female athlete. It's, it's no wonder she's doing so well. It's like what it's happens? Like, it's kind of like Jack Watts going into the women's league next year and, and dominating. <laughs> I'm not so sure he'd dominate somehow. <laughs> but no, it te- teaches onto something because um, you know you keep hearing these stories about how active these Olympians are on Tinder and whatnot. She wouldn't need to. She'd just you know. <laughs> Find a quiet room somewhere. Doesn't even need to pretend she's reaching around. She can just do it all. (laughs) Anyway, we'll move on to the next game. Does it matter? GWS versus Frio. Did anyone watch this game? No. No, I did did catch a bit of it on the radio, and it was a fucking avalanche um, against Frio, and uh, GWS dominated. That's pretty much all we need to talk about this game about. Oh, Patton kicked six goals. That's the only thing I noticed about this game that was somewhat interesting. Okay. So he, he's he's another in the long line of GWS forwards who are much better than Tom Boyd. And he, he, and he could, could have kicked more. He missed a couple. Anyway, next game we'll talk about uh, Collingwood versus Gold Coast. Didn't watch a minute of that game. Same here. Same. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I watched every minute of the game, unfortunately, and it was over in five minutes, if that just... Uh, Shitfest. Nothing worth talking about. Yep, next game we'll talk about uh, Brisbane, which are long spanking Brisbane. 
we all expected this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, <coughs> you know, you know, you you shit when the finger twirler Motlop absolutely pantsed you because that's. <laughs> That's what he did to Brisbane. Um, so of, so you're other... saying he's a, uh, you're admitting he's a downhill skier? Oh yeah, of course he is. <laughs> um, um, and there are, um, but there there were other really good signs for Geelong um, with uh, uh, Menegola playing out of his skin. Who? Mongolia. Meninja cockle. Yeah, keep taking the piss, you cunts. <laughs> And um, um, He's trying to get over the wall. And uh, the great McCarthy playing very well, as did Josh Cowan. So the, there's a lot of good signs for uh, the hard-working young midfielders of Geelong. But um, when when Motlop pants pants you, um, you know you're shit, and Brisbane is shit. And in Tom Rockcliffe, watch 29 disposals, six inside 50s. Oh, bit of a change for him. I watched this. I watched a bit of this game, and the, the goalie kicked in the last quarter, where a teammate marked it in the goal square, and he happened to be running by and demanded the ball. This is what Bernard Harvey was accused of in his in milestone game, which he didn't do. But Rockcliffe actually did do this. He demanded the football just to add numbers to his stat sheet. He's such a selfish. Uh, stat merchant of a footballer. He and Lebich need to go. Anyway, we're going to the next game. Well, Essendon lost to the Western Bulldogs and Dogs had another injury. Next. No, there is, there's, there's one thing that's, that's sort of bugging me. Um, I'm all for Adam Cooney to get the guard of honour and to be chaired off and all that. I think he's been a, a fantastic player. Um, but apparently that's not his last game. No, it's next week. Why the hell is he getting all that shit then instead of next week? Probably or is, because or is he going to get two servings of it? It's Essendon's... Well, it's not even Essendon's last home game. I don't know. No, it, it was his old team and the team oh, he so made his what? name yeah. at. So what? Who cares? No, look, this is getting out of hand. We've got players who don't deserve guard of honours and getting carried off, like your Reese Shaws and your Amon Buchanans. And now you're getting players who are going to get two servings of guard of honours and getting chaired off. Well, look at it this way. When fucking North sign up Matthew Pavlich for next year, <laughs> are they, when, they have their, when they have their home game, against Fremantle in the second last round. I think they'll give him a guard of honour in that game and maybe he'll get one in the last game as well. Well, I could argue that Matthew Pavlich deserves that because he's such a, a champion of the, the game. Adam Coonley... Adam Coonley... Adam Cooney... Probably just Is that gets, the actor? Yeah, yeah. He probably just gets into that category of players that deserve to get one guard of honor. Yeah, <laughs> he only deserves one. Like just... there's, a, there's a guy that broke the game's record a few weeks ago, and it'll probably never be matched ever again. He only got your your stock standard guard of honor and the, the chairing off. See, to me, that that deserves two or three. Yeah, uh, he, he hasn't retired yet. He can he can probably get. No, um... but he, keep, he keeps breaking the record every week as he plays. So he deserves one every week. But, but, he's so, but, he's but he, he, does, he doesn't play St Kilda every week, unfortunately. No, unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah. He, but he's, so, he's so modest and unselfish, Dan. Yes. He doesn't, he doesn't demand one. Oh, like, yeah, oh, he's so God. modest and unselfish. I've, <laughs> I've got a feeling we'll, we'll get to that. Just a pillar of society. Anyway, moving on from that game, we'll talk about the games that actually do matter. Edwell, we'll start at the back. We'll start with, well, Carlton beating Melbourne. Uh, Wasn't that just disgraceful, you know? I mean, uh, Melbourne had everything to play for, and they get rolled by a bunch of fucking potatoes like Carlton. 
I mean, what's, going, what's going on there? It's not hard to say, but Patrick Cripps literally carries that team along with Cade Simpson and Weedering. Yeah, so why did they um, blanket them over? Hogan had a poor game. Yeah, I didn't just, watch this game. They just got ahead of themselves. Like, the supporters were already talking finals. Well, they were, Obvi- weren't they? O- yeah. Obviously, yeah. The, the, the team's heads were probably focused on the Geelong game the following week. They thought, yeah, we just have to turn up, we'll beat Carlton, and then we focus on Geelong the week after. Yeah, it worked out well, didn't and, it? Yeah, Melbourne supporters suck shit. <laughs> like, we were probably talking about the impact of losing to Essendon, but fuck me, it bit Melbourne really hard on the arse this year. It didn't adjust. Well... Those four points probably yeah. could have made all the difference. Well, yeah. These these two games that they've dropped against, you know, pretty poor opposition, win win them and pretty much guaranteed eighth place. Yeah, could have beaten West Coast, could have beaten North down there. Yeah, a lot of couldes, a lot of maybes. You know, good piss off. Yeah, fuck them. Right, next game we'll talk about. We'll talk about going in reverse order again. We'll talk about the showdown, which probably was game of the round. Very, very. Yeah, good that was probably game of the round. <laughs> I mean, Eddie played well. Matt Crouch played well. Did uh, yeah, Matt Crouch got the medal. I would have thought uh, Eddie should have. I don't, know. I don't know. Crouch is a bit vanilla. I thought Eddie should have got it. Perhaps yeah, kicking I, I, I goals from the goals where Josh Jenkins should have got a bloody end <laughs> of the match award. Hey? The only goal he ever kicked in that game was was a fifty minute penalty that took him right to the goal square. No, you're wrong. There were two. And they were like that. Oh, sorry. Like one was, was, one was a 50, one was a free. Well, Robbie, Robbie Gray played out of his skin. Well, yeah, this, uh, this must be so fucking frustrating for Port fans because when they're on, they can... You saw it at the back end of last year as well. They can trouble pretty much any team. But they just true. go missing for like half a season at a time. They've gone missing for two years, Penal. Well, they, yeah, have, they, they have replaced their coaches. They, they fucking, like... They drank their bath water three years ago and thought they were real shit, and they haven't done anything since. Yeah, well, see... So, well, that's what happens when you're a puffer fish. <laughs> you, you blow up with water. I will say, speaking of, like, finals and all that, do, do we think Adelaide is a good chance for a flag? Um, uh, it depends. Reasonable, reasonable. There, there is as good a chance as any team, I think. I don't think there's one clear front runner. I mean, they're Maybe. the most attacking team in the league. Pretty solid defense. Hawthorne were probably front runners maybe four weeks ago, but that's that's changed definitely. It's still hard to tell. So, um, I think Hawthorne, Sydney, Adelaide, Geelong, uh, oh, probably oh. probably even if I had to pick two teams to make the grand final, probably Adelaide and Sydney. They, there and, I said um, it. I, I would have to say that if, if Adelaide played any of Sydney, Hawthorne, or Geelong at the MCG, they would lose. I think that's a fair, fair assumption. But, you know, you've got to get there first, yeah. don't you? Actually, what am I saying? Not uh, not Sydney, Adelaide. It's, it's Hawthorne, Adelaide, because uh, we'll roll Sydney any day. You're full of shit, mate. <laughs> you, you're going to get your fucking heads kicked in. You, you have come off the gas so far, and um, unfortunately you've lost Segler, which is which is awful. Huge, pivotal. Yeah, it's awful. Um, but, um, no, you, you, you're a straight setter this year. No, we'll, we'll, we'll just get the, uh, the MRP to... 
suspend half of every other team, uh, be right. Did I read somewhere that they're going to wear the Power Ranger jumper in the first week of the finals, or was it the last week of the fixture round? Um, play Adelaide in Adelaide. I think we have to wear it. Well, what they're going to get on their jumpers is everyone's going to get a good bloke sticker on their on their jumper, so that anything that they do, the MRP will just go. Well, we we can't do anything about it because he's a good bloke. Speaking yeah. of good blokes, what do we make of Rory Sloan getting? suspended. Oh no, he's not going to win that Brownlow now, is he? That you, you lot all were hoping for? Not that he was yeah, ever going to win shit. it. It's dangerous now. <laughs> we'll rely on Dustin it's, Martin. He's no, he was never going to win it, TJ. I think um, danger's pretty much in the clear. Provided he behaves himself in the last week, he's pretty much got it all sewed up. Yeah, Rory's played a great season, though. You know, there he goes. He's uh, he's rubbed out and suck a fat one. Oh, no, I did, it's, think that's unfair because he shouldn't have got suspended for this. I don't think this is worth two weeks because that's what it is. It's two down did, to didn't one. Didn't you see the shiner on Ebert's um, eye socket? Fi- he, no, he's Fife got off the, the worst last... Fife got off the worst last year. That's Fife. Yeah. And I think this was worth a fine based on precedent. We, we all... We all love to make jokes about the MRP and Hawthorne, but plenty of players have got off for, with a fine for a lot worse. Uh, worse than what Sloan did to Ebert. And yeah, so I think I think he's very unlucky, but unfortunately they won't take the risk and challenge because the, the risk of him missing the first final is just too great. Fuck him, rub him out. <laughs> Anyway, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, North Melbourne lost to Sydney down in Hobart. Oof. Oh, close as. Um, Slow start, playing catch-up. Yeah. Uh, we butchered the start pretty much like we did against Hawthorne, Port Adelaide in recent weeks. So we were playing catch-up football and, um, yeah, just couldn't get there in the end. It was basically the Hawthorne game all over again. Couldn't kick to save ourselves and Sydney were very, very lucky, I'd have to say. Oh, yeah, it had an yeah, element of luck to it, just like the Hawthorne game. But, yeah, that period, that last half of the first quarter, I think it was, where they piled on a few goals, that was the difference in the game. You know what the turning point of this match was, where North were, I think, two points down or something like that. They've got the ball 55 metres out from goal, got a chance to maybe set up a good set play and take the lead, and you've got Boomer Harvey with the ball. He's probably their their best ball user. What does he do? He goes for the glory and tries to fucking take the man on the mark on and instead he fucking kicks it into them. Fucking glory hunting flog that sums up his entire career in a well, nutshell. Well I don't think he was looking for glory. I don't think he found a target that he could kick to and the yeah. umpire told him to, to play on. Um, just yeah, just, but, just know, kick maybe. it somewhere in the general but, vicinity yeah, of Majak Door or yep. Ben Brown and let them do the rest. Yeah, um, it was a bit of a mare, but he does that. He tries to he tries to fake out the man on the mark and then either dish it off short or have a shot. I'm, I'm not sure which one he was trying to do, but it didn't work this time. And it, Other than that, he was he was pretty good. He was probably best on ground in that game. Uh, Hanabry was also pretty good. Yeah, he was good. Luke Parker was good in the first half. Um, Callum Mills was pretty good. Probably the uh, star winner. Mr. 13 did nothing. Yeah. Um, Apparently North... Aaron just made it... Just Absolutely killed him. No, out of the last seven times Franklin's been all gold, it's like three of them have come to North, have gone to North for some reason. It's like he either has an absolute blinder and kicks 13 or 6 or 8 or something, or he kicks nothing against us. So, yeah. I don't, I don't get that. Well, clubs could probably look at the game and 
find out how to stop Franklin. Well, hopefully. You need, you need, Tom, Lonergan, they, they took you need Tom Lonergan to stop uh, Franklin. Why? Because he holds him every single fucking time. Yeah, but you can't just hold the player. I mean, the umpire would just give a free. Well, if you play for Geelong, you can. <laughs> Or Hawthorne. Yep. Anyway, anything else in this game? Not really, no. I mean, I didn't expect to. Well, I don't know. I did half expect to win, given where the game was. But, oh, it doesn't matter. We're not going to move anywhere. Yeah. I don't think it really mattered in this game of things. We're not going to move from eighth and, and we're safe now. So, it's all good. Would have fucking helped us, you cunts. We could have gone top. Sorry. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney had more to play for. I guess they just wanted it more. And speaking of teams to play for, Haw, uh, West Coast with a surprising win over Hawthorne. Where, as we pumped well, up Cyril Rioli last week, he decides to be shit. So, fuck you, Speaking Cyril. of fucking defenders, you know, holding illegally, it would have been nice if one of our defenders had actually, like, tried going within 15 metres of Josh Kennedy instead of just fucking <laughs> letting him kick a bag. Uh, I guess, I don't, I don't know what really happened. <laughs> with this i guess uh they were really good and we were really bad so i think you guys i think you you guys are really off the gas right now um and you've got a you've got a week to get it together yep but um that's not wrong but i think we can get it together because exact same things that people were saying about hawthorne now were also happening last this time last year i think we lost about three in five weeks to uh richmond port and that first final against west coast over there and this was pretty much a carbon copy of that game they just killed us on the outside uh, so and, what you're um, doing is you're giving the entire competition a sense of false security. I wouldn't say we're doing it on purpose, but I think there has to be some kind of uh, in the subconscious, I guess, of the players uh, thinking that you know you, your positions kind of, a bit like we were saying with North before, like you can't really uh, can't really change too much of your position. Although we could have could have locked up top spot, but um, we we haven't, and now we're probably going to finish fourth and see where that goes. I guess there's a bit of holding back for, for finals. It's Is the top four not, not on purpose, but no. no, it's not. No. no. I it think fourth and fifth can change. Who's fifth? No, they, they can all change depending on, I guess, how much GWS win by. Every I club think... except for North can be top four. Yeah, although GWS are the most I likely. Mean, we, we can go, if, if Adelaide don't win by much against West Coast and we, we belt Melbourne, we can go number two. So Collingwood yeah. needs to beat Hawthorne next week and GWS needs to beat North Melbourne. If yeah. that happens... Then... Or, or um, Richmond beat Sydney or Adelaide beat, or Adelaide lose to West Coast or Geelong. Because they're all in the same amount of wins, pretty much. That awkward moment when you become a supporter of another club for one week of the year. I mean, essentially... Because GWS have the second best percentage, so they could overtake any team. Uh, and I think Adelaide have the toughest game, obviously, against West Coast. Without Nick Nat, I, I think Adelaide... I mean, we honestly still don't know who's finishing top four. That's that's good. At least we don't have any fucking resting of players this year. No no Ross Lyon shenanigans this year. Oh, you never know. We might just rest players and have give them a two-week break. Anyway, anything else in that game? Um, what did Ryan Burton do? He, I think he was one of our, I won't say best, but I'll say he's one of our least shit, probably in our top six players tonight, just because he looked really uh, composed and assured with the ball. I think he played in uh, defence for a bit, so uh, probably because no one else was doing any fucking defending, so we, we sent him back there and he looked pretty good. I hope he stays in, but with, um, and um, unfortunately this is for Segler, I think um, that robs us of a tour and um, 
I think we might play uh, play Schoenmakers and, and Burton in the same side together up as the pillars up forward to kind of... Oh, clangers. Yeah, for the lost big man. It's just, also uh, bad for West Coast losing Nat and Nui too. It's, it's a shame because they were just starting to come good and they probably would have held like they because they could have knocked off uh, Adelaide and maybe with Nat and Nui they, they could have done it and um, maybe finished top four so they were really mounting a charge. And Is he going to miss I, the entirety of next year? Pretty much. Yep. Yeah, ACL. Jeez, um, yeah. So, same with uh, poor Jonathan Segler, unfortunately. And like, I know yep. he, he's, he's not quite at the sort of talent level of, of Nat Nui. He's maybe Better. 5%, 5% <laughs> off that. But um, he's unfortunately had a real um, real hard luck story. Got injured the wrong time last year as well. He was in the team, then he got injured, well, then he forced his way back. Let's and, face it, no offence to Segels, but um, the rough position that your club hasn't really been its strong point as it. I mean, it's it's not like you're going to miss him. I'd still no, say they might. I think. Well, I think. I think this, they will. Now, yeah. now you, I mean, if you, now, if you still had David Hale in there and McAvoy, um, yeah. but well, for, for, start, okay. for starters, Hale was cooked, so like he he was gone anyway. But um, this is where the fact that we don't have him anymore does hurt because I think in terms of what you bet the strength of your best twenty-two, going from Hale and McAvoy to Segler and McAvoy, you don't really lose much. But now it's it's that fact that you lose that depth. Because now instead of our backup Ruckman being Segler, it's a 19-year-old kid who's played two games in his career. What's his mum's name? I might be his dad. <laughs> I don't know his mum's name, Teach. Fucking... Just just draw up a, just uh, do up a list of all the fucking three women you've had sex with in your life, and then I'll see if any of the last names correspond to Hawthorne listed players. No worries, I might uh, I might be more sympathetic to Hawthorne from now on. You get free tickets to the Hawthorne game now. Jump from the Hawthorne bandwagon. Free ticket Hawthorne. <laughs> Anyway, we'll now move on to talking points. And, well, the talking point for this week has been, well, on trams, instead of having normal tram announcements, you'll have people such as Dwayne Russell doing them. And, well, no. Ford's... No. Tram announcements? Yeah. What? Dwayne Russell's doing... What? The... For finals, the tram people have gotten various fucking announcers and commentators to do tram announcements. Oh, fuck so, off. So when you've got a tram coming up on a specific road or stop or something and you usually get the improv sort of announcement um, regarding where you're about to stop or where you're going, you're going to get one of the bozos from Channel 7 or Fox saying it. Yep, Is that right? Much. Yeah, I'm not getting on the trams. Fuck off. You're yeah, going to well, have... Two, I've got two things to say about this. One, I actually like Dwayne Russell. And two... Serves all you peasants right who fu- who fucking takes public transport in this day and age. Although I may be biased because the city in which I live has fucking shit house public transport. Well, it's the way. To, well, in terms of getting to the football, um, yes. it's it's what Melbournians and Victorians do. It's, um, it's the easiest way to get to the football field. Yeah. You fucking cunt. <laughs> Um, so, and that's, that's how I, I get to the footy and it's, and it's most economically suitable for everybody else. I mean, you've got to pay, I've only done it once, but you've got to pay 30 bucks to get into Etihad Stadium to park underneath. Um, I've forgotten how much it used to be at the MCG, but I haven't done that in a long time. Um, I mean, you can have... the, the, the train's the best way to get to the, the, the footy in Melbourne. And yeah. we have tram announcements from Jonathan Brown, Sandy Roberts, Anthony Hudson, Dwayne oh, Jonathan Russell, Brown, Sarah Jones. Oh, Jonathan Brown. Sarah Jones. Can't even tie his own fucking shoelaces. No. Oh, 
Could you imagine if BT was doing one? Wow, well, hey, how's this? How's this? Stop. Come on, Richo. Grab a touch on Richo. <laughs> He'd be like, number 19's coming down Sydney Road into fucking Elizabeth Street. It's going to be there in five minutes. You better hurry up. So she was, why don't instead we have someone like Teach doing the tram announcements? You miss a tram, fuck off, you cunt. Yeah, you yeah, just get yeah. Ronnie John's chopper to do it. <laughs> the next fucking stop is Fucking there. hello. Fucking hello. Chopper's fucking tram service here <laughs> if you don't get on to the next service i'll shoot you in the fucking head so yeah that's just interesting for melbourne's public transport no it's not interesting it's fucking shit well it's stupid gonna, shit it's gonna this mean less it. people are gonna get on the trams now just fucking take get get your mates together and take a take an Uber Uber Black roll up like there in a in a limo and split the cost be all like high rollers and you don't even have to fucking put up with Asian do, people eating smelly Chinese food on the on the bus. Do some yeah, Ubers but, but use you can, limos? You can, um, uh, but at least you can upskirt like schoolgirls. Oh, teach, <laughs> teach, teach, teach. No. <laughs> We don't discuss jail bait on this program. Are you related to Sam Gilbert, Teach? <laughs> Shit, not e- not even I was prepared to go there. Anyways, um, do um do some Ubers use limos? Is that right? Oh, not like a fucking stretch limo that you'd have for a wedding and shit, but those kind of uh, luxury sort of some vehicles, like a Merc or. I want a stretch limo. Well, then fucking get a bridal. That'll do. I, I want something long and fancy. Well, when you get married, Dan, you can have the uh, service at the football and you can roll up to the ground in a in a stretch limo. There's lots of places I could go with that term. I want something long and fancy, but I'll put a wait. I can book the uh, the stretch limo already. I'll just uh, let them know the uh, weddings for Dan, Flower Farmer and uh, Suzanne <laughs> Olsen. That's one wedding I wouldn't be turning up to, that's for sure. That's That's got a long way to go. It's got to go to fucking Ballarat for this. <laughs> Mm. Would, would would you leave Suze at the altar? Would you really do that? <laughs> what what do you think? But now, more to the point, can you do that? Like, can you pretend and then all of a sudden just kind of get cold feet at the last minute? Uh, I wouldn't even get cold. They wouldn't even get cold in the first place. I, I wouldn't even be pondering it. It's like it. It's like the easiest answer to that, to that question. I mean, it, no, you, you wouldn't entertain it at all, even if you were paid. See, we've had similar discussions about this regarding money, right? We, the things that we wouldn't wouldn't do. Well, that fits firmly in that category of things I wouldn't do. What what made you what made you come up with this stupid bloody Dan's going to marry Sue's crap? <laughs> you wanted a stretch limo, like for a, okay, for a yeah, wedding. Yeah, I wanted a, I wanted a stretch limo to go to the footy, not to get married to Sue's. <laughs> I think this has got legs. I think this is this no, has got thread. This hasn't thread, got thread. This has got thread material. This is legless. Dan, like, Dan marries Suze. Like Jose and, and Starburns. And Suze is in that height category as well. There's, there's no legs to this. Crap goes nowhere. I wouldn't entertain this. By, this. by you saying that it's crap and it doesn't have legs, it has legs. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Exactly. Yes. Well, regardless of legs or no legs, I'm I'm not going there in a limo is there, or is not. There a cat, a... Is her cat fluffy or not? Is her cat fluffy? Yeah. Well, it's sitting on your knee right now, isn't it? What, what, why, are we just, why are we even talking about it? This is silly. Well, we'll move on for you then. How about that? Please. All right. Well, we'll move on to questions since I forgot them. And question from Pack Lunch from last 
last week is what is it about Luke Hodge that raises him above the mere mortals of the football world to that of a mythical godlike figure loved by all? He's a good bloke. Yep, good bloke. Um, good bloke Hodge. Can't do no uh, It's uh, myth and um, uh, and just, uh, what do you call it? It's uh, supposition by media and um, all, and, all and sundry because in reality he's a cunt. Face it, face it, Floggos. Like, if you were an AFL player and you had to pick one AFL player, past, present, or future, he's that good, to go into battle alongside you, the first battle name on what? every player's list would be Luke Hodge. Battle, battle, what are we battling? Battling the opposition team. I pick Voss. You talk yeah, no, you're, you're foolish. You're full of shit. I'd, I'd he, probably pick... Um, he is the uh, greatest warrior this game oh, has ever seen. Yeah, but you, don't, you don't necessarily need They're warriors not, to win a they, game of this is just... not. These are not my words. They are the words of the great Robbo. Well, who gives a shit what that cunt wants? <laughs> yeah, you, you've seen his bloated, fat, alcoholic face. <laughs> He knows fucking nothing. I mean, there's a guy called Gary Abler I wouldn't mind having in, in my side. Nathan Fife, uh, Lance Franklin. You know, Hodges, Gary. Hodge, Hodge is a great defender and performs but, well on big games. But I mean, he's not the he's not the standout. He, he's no Richie Vandenberg. Uh, number. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's very. Ins- I wouldn't. Yeah, that's that's very insulting. No, I think that's pretty accurate. No. Vandenberg, Vandenberg was... was a talentless thug who played his best football in the EJ Witten games. It's true. He took that shit really, really seriously and used to dominate in those celebrity games, and he got mocked for it. And fittingly so, I guess. Yeah. Uh, al- allow me to read for you a poem written by the great Marcus no. Aurelius of the Roman Empire. And... No. <laughs> I, I'm I might have stretched. Yes, yes. They've all Marcus been dead for a fucking two thousand years. You can't. But when he wrote this poem, Marcus, it, yes, it was prophetic about. I will eventually. He was foreshadowing the, the coming of Luke Hodge in this life. Right? It's probably it's, if it's got the verse, he was a good bloke in it. I'll fucking vomit. <laughs> I'd go with your poetry, Penal. With friend and foe, we march to the battle plain. Some Fuck to off. seek success, <laughs> others to seek fame. We play with honor for the love of this game and with armor or without we will toil in vain so that some someday someone somewhere will know Luke Hodge's name Oh, that's... No, like like two thousand years ago, this guy knew had a prophecy about Luke Hodge. Yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 like the Mayans in twenty twelve, except this one actually came true. Yeah, these these cunts these cunts were running around a gladiatorium with swords and trying to whip each other's heads off, and uh, and Luke Hodge is just trying to kick a fucking pigskin. No, yeah. Luke Hodge would have just sat there in the gladiator ring and just with the archery bows just sniping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And everyone would have said, "What a fucking good bloke." That, did they have like uh, high high poles up in the arena? Anywhere where he can grab someone's neck and just ram them in, ram it into it? I'm sure they did. Luke Hodge was received a goodiest blokiest award. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Well, we'll talk about retirement news. Uh, some random players have retired, like Source Merit, always very good. Uh, Stokes, but apparently Dane Swan is retiring tomorrow. Yeah, his ankle's no good, so um, farewell, tattooed bogan cunt. Um, Fuck you, Teach. Oh, here she is. Morgan's here. <laughs> Fucking bean. Um, but, I, thought, um, I thought you didn't like Swanee. Is that, no, I actually do. Is that, no, is I'm that, talking about Morgan. Well, um, maybe it's a love-hate relationship. No, I actually liked him. He was... Uh, 
he was a great player, um, but he's cut down by injury in the end, as, as many players are. So uh, um, farewell and um, good, good luck with uh, the Broadmeadows uh, car rebirthing. I think that some players in football deserve more than they get when they leave the game, and Swanee's one of them. Yes, Bon Voyage, Dane Swan, tattooed Bogan, talented footballer, and best uh, Brownlow speech of all time. Well, technically, he should be a two time Brownlow medalist, really, but you know, Chris Jardins. He was robbed. He was robbed, and we we all remember Eddie Purple Face Mad. Oh, Eddie Purple Face Sad Face <laughs> was the best Eddie Sad Face of all it, time. It was like an angry looking Barney the Dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was that purple. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we've had Jardin now Swan uh, go retire in fairly anonymous fashion after pretty bad injuries which you know no one wants to see the the, the greats and like those guys are you know really in the so, top tier of top tier of players that have played the game and given no he's not see him go out like that given he's obviously not playing how, how does Collingwood sort of send him off maybe they give him a, a one of those car motorcades where he uh, he sits there with his kids and he, he waves to all the bogans and well they did that for Maxwell a couple of years ago and I remained in my seat because I didn't think he deserved it <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the rest of the supporters. Twenty doesn't have twenty doesn't have any children that he knows of, so <clears throat> I doubt they'll be in the car. Maybe you could get Dusty's dad to ride him around on a bike or something. It would seem more fitting. Do, do, is, do we take this as official now, or do we? Or is it just sort of rumored? No, it's, it's on the said. AFL side. Okay. Yeah, it's it's happening. But we had um, we had Tuvi and McCaffer announce their retirements today, but I think they didn't want to take away from Swanee, which will be tomorrow. So um, thanks. Oh, I don't know. Isn't Tuvi the guy that everyone's saying is the father of Eddie's kids? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think he's been given the ass now that they've got the DNA test done. But um, no, it's sad to see great the game go, but it's um quite wait, fitting to see wait, is, trucks leave. So adios, Tuvi. Fuck off. Is that um is that rumor? Like a real thing, or is it I think just, it's just they look alike? Yeah, no, they, no, no, they, they look they look alike. I mean, they have eyes. kids, they've got two heads. They have possum eyes. Yep. Oh, maybe they're related to Nahas. Oh wait, that would be uh, Quokka, right? Is that is that close enough? Quokka. We all know Nahas probably gets around a lot, so. Oh, the old tripod. Maybe Carla got into the tripod before Tuvi was around. Who knows? Well, when you've got Eddie as your husband, I mean, it's, you have to have a hut lying next to you naked. I mean, it's you know probably going to send you elsewhere. Yeah, but I t- I'm like, I don't know. I doubt she's going for Nahas. Well, being, being next to Eddie, you'd, you'd get an impulse to... to, to um, Kill him. You woke up in the middle of the night, you'd, you'd try to push him out of the bed in the, in the thought that you were pushing him back into the sea. Yeah, but cunts like that bounce. Don't die. Don't you know? Oh, she's bang. fucking into him already. We know. This is no different than any other way. He just smacked me. Yeah, and then occasionally Northern Lights will, will hear. <laughs> this is normal. It's a love-hate. Um, oh, I smacked you again. Jesus Christ. Were there any other talking points? I didn't really... No, not really. Nothing really worth talking about. No. Anyway. Well, early, but who cares? Yeah. Anyway, last week's poll, uh, who is the best number 35 in the AFL today? Uh, Aaron Black received 0% of the vote. <laughs> I, I don't think even NL would disagree with that. Uh, Random Cat Spud received 2%, uh, sorry, zero, uh, 15.4% of the vote. Hang on, that's not a fucking random Spud count. That's Menegola. Mongolia. Um... <laughs> 
don't think it is. I'm pretty sure number 35 is some fucking flog who surfs in a suit. I don't don't think Menegol is number 35. Oh, yeah, no, he's 27. (laughs) Fuck, I fucked that up. What what kind of cheer squad member doesn't even know his own players' numbers? Come on, teach. Jesus Christ. And 38.5%. So sunglasses, teach, you got to take him off. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder he didn't win the fucking poll. No one knows who he is. 38.5% 38.5% of the vote says Brian Burton. Rob. And the winner with 46.2% of the vote, Jack Watts wishes he had number 35. Can I give Aaron Black a sympathy vote? It's still open, so yes. Okay, there we go. He's got a vote. He's got 7.1%. You'll need to change that cookie. He's now got 14.3%. So, random cat spot, you go down. Anyway, uh, questions. There were no questions. We already answered pack lunches, one from last week. Lift your game. Go, you puffs and kangaroos forever. Your questions are fucking shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, someone someone asked some questions. Come on, this is... This, no one's taking this segment seriously. Who's yelling out in the background? Not cookie. Aaron Black update, 21.4%. <laughs> What's the deal with him anyway? Like he 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 was promising once upon a time, but yeah, and then is he going to be traded to Fremantle or something? Is that the... oh yeah, he's going to get delisted and he'll just walk. He signed a, like a four year deal after having a breakout year and hasn't done a thing since. Yeah, yeah, you got to get rid of him. Yeah, he's going. So it's, it was he was more like kind of acne breakout rather than a, a star player breaking out. Pretty much. Are we talking about Joe Danaher's face? <laughs> Danaher's got Wait. nothing on Matthew Cruiser. <laughs> Darcy Moore's in that category too. I don't know what's up with Dano. He's fucking taking Stevie J fucking round the round the corner kicks from five meters out in front. Well, that's because he's a spanner. Lots of players are doing that now. They can't I mean, kick straight. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know why they think they got a better conversion rate out of it. Stop kidding me. I did. I didn't see the game. I just saw the the this mention afterwards. I don't know if Jason Dunstall mm-hmm. was doing the commentary. If he was, he probably would have had a field day. And Aaron Flack has gotten two more votes. Could win by the end of the podcast. Well, yeah, but no one else has got a vote for him on it. So I've got like four or five alias accounts that'll vote for him. Oh, so we're saying I'm sure I'm sure he'll care. Ryan Burton is now in the lead. I think that's the most important takeaway yep. point. Anyway, we'll move on to Fred of the Week. Anyone got any threads they want to nominate? I did like this. I, I did enjoy the Simpsons thread this week. The Simpsons memes. That was pretty I thought, good. I thought that that was pretty good. The Olympic uh, penis thread was also very good. Uh, the Olympics thread, yeah, really, really good. Two weeks until Tiggy ruined it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll chuck in a, a nomination, seeing as our Red Vest has decided he'd be funny and, and say, looking forward to you nominating this as thread of the week on the Flogcast, hashtag reach around. I'm going to nominate my own thread and give myself a reach around because I'm currently banging Caster Semenya. Um, I'd like to nominate Wet Prick Soggy Field. It <laughs> was a field day on that thing. The, the one that uh, Wigo did with the uh, Rick Astley. Very good. Um, which one, which other foot? Let's see. I did like everyone in the bombers, like the main board bombers. Uh, dogs Fred just pretty much telling Chirf to fuck off. That was funny. Oh, what a he's get. Hang on, we'll get to that. We'll fucking get to that. I liked NL's good people of the base seek comfort in here. Yeah, that was also very good, Fred. Yeah, I liked it. It got a like from me. Well done tonight. Well done. Oh, dog, look at you counting the minutes it took me to like it, you big sook. I mean, I suppose Vestie has got an idea, so we have to give the reach around Fred. So, Morgs and Pinula, or Morgs and NL are Fred of the Week winners. Yay! 
Oh, I might as well give my thread a plug. What was it? Players in the AFL, they got a game this weekend. Oh, yes. That was also very good. Great thread idea. And I'd like you to know that Aaron Black now has four votes. All those threads can be thread of the week. Hooray. Because this will be the last week of reach arounds. Oh, no. Is the devil coming back? Yep. Tiny little man. And well, we'll move on to flog of the week. Chief. Um, I nominate Chief. If if I were you, I wouldn't nominate Chief. Oh, well, I am nominating Chief. It's not the first time I've done it, and if I've you, survived. If you win that Supercoach League on Bay 13, you won't get the badge because he's the one that implements them. And if you call him a flog, he's just going to go, no, nah, you get nothing. I don't care. I told him to piss off, and I survived. Fair enough. Um, Stay away from Chief, bitch. Oh, shut up. Um, Leave him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> Smasher again. Um, Always oh, Smasher. Oh, Smasher's just a fucking dumb cunt. Yeah, he is a stupid spastic. Um, I, mean. I want to nominate fucking Saints poster. A fucking stupid name. Basically, not Duritz. Duritz's brother. For uh, fucking up a Melbourne troll thread by making it, like, mind-numbingly boring and stupid. Oh, that... Well, how do you pronounce his username? Quixote. Uh, Quixote. Don't, don't you know who Don Quixote was? I was going to say Quixote. It's, no, it's, 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 no, it's Quixote, isn't it? Quixote, oh, yeah. It's, oh. it's cachet. You, un, you undereducated cunts. Penal, you fucking goose. It is cachet. It's cash. <laughs> the cash. He posts on team. He posts on team boards anyway. They're fucked. Well, no one would want to post on your team board because they're all eating each other still. I have a theory. Well, I've, I haven't been there for. I haven't been there for years. Oh, that's good. You should steer clear. They're just that doesn't stop, you, doesn't stop you from getting mentioned on there every other week by someone who thinks you're the, the real teach, the real deal. You know, <laughs> yeah, he was wearing sunglasses this week. The tool bag. What's he doing? Oh, I'm happy to just nominate uh, fucking Dr. Jiro every week. I'm, I'm happy to nominate Bont to Boyd every week. Like, I, I think in the every week category, I think Smasher is still in front. Yeah, Smasher, Smasher is miles ahead. Shut up, Teach. And I'm going to give Burnt Chook Don't a nomination. Don't you tell me to shut up, bitch. Shut up. I'm going to give Burnt Chook a nomination too because he's an idiot. And when I told him to put his head in the oven, he said, why would I do that? <laughs> Well, <laughs> fucking moron. Well, so you could have a cooked head. <laughs> Why you know, Where also... else would you put a fucking chook? In the oven. No reason to get out of bed in the morning, you Suze. End yourself. You hear that, Dan? <laughs> Dan gets out of bed to feed the flowers. But you don't feed flowers. I'll tell you what, if you slept next to Suze... Oh, you'd know your fucking flowers. Yeah, I'd know. I walked straight into that shit. I'll tell you what, if you slept next to, next to Suze, there'd be a fucking reason to get out of bed in the morning. I tell you, what fast. Why? Why are we even? This is gaining silly momentum. Penal, you're, you're, you're a cocksmack for starting this whole. Or was it you? The whole marriage thing. See, this this is what I do. I started the fucking Dan doesn't turn up after a loss thing. Right. Oh, now this. None of you shitheads are getting invited. How about that? What kind of flowers are you going to have at the wedding? Well, you won't know because you won't be invited. If a Seuss will take photos. It'll be da- it'll, it'll be dandelions. Uh, no, no, Seuss, Seuss will draw the uh, draw the photos herself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to bring a, a variety packet of crayons. <laughs> and the bridesmaids will all be cats. <laughs> I might run away with a cat instead. 
<laughs> Gonna leave Sue's for Gizmo. Oh, uh, Gizmo could be the ring bearer. <laughs> it'll have to be held at um, North Ballarat um, Stables, and there'll have to be plenty of hay. Fucking wrong. Okay, let's stop talking about the wedding that none of you cunts are going to get invited to. <laughs> That's never going to happen. And if we'll move on to this week's games, and we'll start uh, Adelaide versus West Coast. Ooh, very interesting, this game. Um, Adelaide just, I reckon. Not by much. Adelaide by four goals. Yeah, Adelaide by about what Cookie said. Um, I'm tipping an upset. I'm tipping West Coast. Um, no nickname, no, no winning. Adelaide. Yep, and Al. West Coast for me. Yep, the next game is Geelong versus Melbourne. Um, Melbourne. No, sorry, Geelong. Sure. Yeah, I'll go Geelong. Now that Melbourne have absolutely nothing to play for, Melbourne. Yeah, I agree. Melbourne. Yeah, going with Melbourne. Right, you finish your cunts? No, Melbourne. Geelong boy, a fucking country mile. We are in sizzling form. Yeah, you were really sizzling in the second quarter against Brisbane. Yeah, well, we can afford to fall asleep for a quarter. Well, that's not sizzling then, is it, you dickhead? It's falling asleep. We still won by 10 goals, you stupid bitch. That's not sizzling, you <laughs> dumb fuck. <laughs> We did by 100 well, points. it is where I come from. Fucking hell. 100 points or get the fuck out. I reckon uh, number 35 for Geelong, Sam Menegola, will play well, but <laughs> okay, won't, okay, won't okay, play well enough to get his team over the line. Okay, she did. And I'll, Dan? Oh, Dan yeah, I tip, I tip Geelong. And I'll? Yeah, I, I tipped Melbourne now that, they're, now that they're not playing for it. <laughs> Right, the next game we have Essendon versus Carlton and what will be described as a fitting tribute to both their seasons. Shit. Um, the, the game in which Adam Cooney shouldn't be playing in because he supposedly retired <laughs> last last week, but he's going to get another send-off again. Carlton, yeah. Carlton, 30 points. Yeah, Carlton. Matthew Stokes will get a card of honour. Is he playing yeah. again too? Yeah. Oh, come on. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Fucking John Farnham farewell to it. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, I reckon, I reckon Essendon... Ted wouldn't give Chris Judd a guard of honour. I reckon Essendon will get up here. Well, I wouldn't give Chris Judd a guard of honour. Nah, you, you, you hate farewells and send-offs. No, no, I'm all for it if if it's warranted for the players that, that you know, were, were good players. I mean, I think Cooney just gets into that category. And he got one He got one last week, but he's going to have another one again this week. I, I think Matthew Stokes deserves two guards of honour. Is he? I think he gets into that category. <laughs> I'll tell you who doesn't. Like, Andrew, Andrew Walker doesn't deserve a card of honour. I think, I think all the fucking teams, or certainly all the Melbourne teams, would be lining up to cheer uh, Stokesy off because he was probably most of the players' dealer. Ha ha, you stupid cunt. Oh, I bet you they're both just devastated that they don't get to play St Kilda so they won't get a real send-off. St Kilda would have printed fucking shirts for Andrew they, Stokes or something. They might have bought out a streak DVD of all their games <laughs> <laughs> the send-off streak. Yep, everyone tipped. Well, I don't remember. No. Oh. Carlton. Carlton by 12 points. Yep, Carlton. And Al? Yeah, what? Yeah, is not an answer. I forgot who they're playing. As an Oh, yes, yes. We've, o- we've only been talking about fucking <laughs> well, yes, and Stokes for the answer. last 15 minutes. Wait, Carlton, okay. Big because I, I got him in margin mania. Oh, fuck <laughs> If I hear another fucking margin mania bloody bullshit, I'm going to lose it. I don't, Come we on. don't even know what that is. I'm coming on with a wet sail. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. What is it? It's where you just pick which team's going to win by the biggest margin just, and you get points. Just sign up in the casual chat thread if you can find it. And... But the fucking season's over. When's he, why is he going to do it now? Yeah, and I was. Why is he doing it now? He's getting in early for next year. Do that. 
Well, it sounds more realistic than the stupid SFA shit that you see on Big Footy, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, shut up! Coney Island Warriors! <laughs> Alright! No, no, no one cares. It's bullshit. Who the hey, fuck I, are the Coney Island Warriors? Goals. I kicked three goals this week in the SFA. You, you kicked three goals in a make-believe bullshit Dungeons & Dragons game. Yeah, I didn't even do anything. It's crap. It's stupid. Oh, I didn't even Jesus do anything. I kicked four goals. Exactly. You, you didn't do shit? anything. Why are you doing this shit? Sitting in front of a computer going, Woohoo, I kicked three goals. No, I didn't. I got an alert today that said I kicked three goals. It happened yesterday. <laughs> so all you have to do is log on and find out that you kicked three goals. That is yeah. just fucking retarded. It is retarded. That's yeah, I logged on today and said I got votes, and I was like, oh, I wonder what I did. <laughs> anyway, you slept all fucking night. That's what you did. Yeah, no, I didn't watch the basketball and somehow kicked three goals. What a win. <laughs> anyway, we're going to the next game, Sydney versus Richmond. Oh, dear. Um... Yeah, I don't really care about this game. Sydney by a fuckload. Oh yeah, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a, a complete and utter slaughter. Sydney. I, I almost half expect uh, Richmond to win and be like this Hardwick to save his job on the back of this game. Be the ultimate trolls. Yeah, and Al, your tip. I'll go with Richmond. Dan doesn't care. Penal. Uh, Richmond. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, Richmond. <laughs> Teach. Oh, Sydney by a fucking mile. And the uh, next game we have Gold Coast versus Port Adelaide. Should they? They, they just should just call the game off. <laughs> They should just go, I mean, if it's in the Gold Coast, they just should go, well, this is holiday destination. Let's let's finish early and um, and go for a surf. And, um, <laughs> is, is Dangerfield going? Will they be very soon? And um, they should, um, yeah, they should just, they just should call it off because who fucking cares what happens, but it'll be port. Yeah, port, but don't care. Port and no fruit to be thrown. <laughs> I, I think the Gold Coast, because port, yeah, they would Did you been. see the Gold Coast this week? Oh. Port are just as bad. They're just lifted for the showdown. Yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. Come, but... Mr. Tallyman, tell me banana. Like, come on, wanna <laughs> go home. My favourite one was um, Ralph Wiggum in the fruit race on the bus where they're rolling, they're rolling apples and oranges and he goes, Go banana! <laughs> and rolls down the bus and, of course, it goes fucking nowhere. And Al, your tip? Uh, Gold Coast. Dan. But you just... <laughs> He's gone. Uh, Dan doesn't care about this game. All right, next game we have North Melbourne versus GWS. Um, Good game. Good game, yes. I'm tipping North only because there's just... Zero pressure on this team to perform this week, and I think they'll just um, they'll perform well for some silly reason. Who knows? I, I reckon yeah, the opposite. I reckon I'm, the opposite because like they can't improve, and GWS want to keep top four alive. So well, there is a little bit of incentive if they do beat GWS, then they improve their chances playing in Melbourne um, in the first week of the finals. So I guess there, is, I guess there is a little bit of line this game. Uh, you mean if the Bulldogs finish fifth? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with GWS, and the Bulldogs have to beat Frio, which so, they should. So that's 
your preferred matchup against the, the dogs? Absolutely. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe because cause, um, maybe it is likely that North play GWS in the first week of the finals if Brad Scott will. Trust me, from a big Not... footy point of view, I would rather smash the Bulldogs in the final than GWS. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, like with whether he'll. I don't think he'll rest players, but he might kind of. He might do what his brother too. do what his brother did and be like mission accomplished and not really try. No, I'm uh, going to hold a few tactics back. I'm going to go GWS. They're just going to be building for their first finals game, and they want top four. North haven't lost to them yet. Who knows? I'm happy to waste oxygen on on tipping this game than the the last two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for. What game is this? North? Yeah, North GWS. Yeah, North. NL. Yeah, North. All right, we'll go on to a game that really doesn't matter, St Kilda versus Brisbane, and St Kilda by 100. Oh, easy. How, how much do they need to win by to finish eighth? North need to lose by like 150, and St Kilda need to win by 150. Uh, it's Brisbane, St Kilda by 300. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Fuck North. They can lose by one. St Kilda will still make the eight. Yeah, that, that'll be a slaughter. You should make an appearance in my thread, Beetle. Sounds perfect for you. And Daniel Merritt's probably get a fucking guard of honour and shit. Didn't you already get one? I don't know. Probably because it's his last home game, but... For fuck's sake. Jesus. This this round, is you're going to see so many of these average players that are just going to get all these chair-offs and send-offs and guards of honour and... It's... I think Sam Fisher will um, get one, but he probably does deserve the, it. I think the word that you're looking for is bullshit, Dan. It is. Yeah, that's, that's spot on. It is bullshit. And there are some players that are going to get two. Like there's a guy that broke. I said this earlier. There's a guy that broke the game's record that got only got the standard guard of honor and the, the chairing off. I mean, he should have gotten a chair off around the whole ground. Why are we whispering? <laughs> <laughs> are you anyway. two saying sexy things to each other? Any? No. Discussing I, dinner. No, I was watching a video of Usain Bolt dancing with some girl. And I was showing it now, and I said, that's Usain Bolt, and not his girlfriend. Yeah, he probably has a few girlfriends. Lucky bastard. Um, being the fastest man on the planet will do that for you. Oh, I'm sure he um, can run away from his psycho exes. Uh, yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, unwarranted send-offs and bullshit guards of honour. Um, we're going to see a lot of them this, this weekend. Yep. Uh, all right, St Kilda or Brisbane tip everyone else, like Dad, Morgan, NL. Yep, yep. Do Brisbane have anyone that's retiring, like apart from Merritt, who's I think already gone? No. Thank maybe maybe Lepich. <laughs> Imagine if St Kilda gave uh, Lepich a send off, just be like, you yeah, tried. probably getting you're probably getting sacked in the morning, so we'll give you a guard of honor, even that, though see, you were that a would be funny coach. if that happened. You tried your best. When you try your best, but you don't succeed, they should have that that song playing in the background instead of the. <laughs> they should play that song instead of their theme song. Just be like, play that song and form the guard of honor and clap Lepich off for the final time. Yep, anyway, we're going to the next game. Hawthorne versus Collingwood at the G. Um, Hawks. Yeah, Hawthorne. Yeah, this team doesn't win, doesn't lose two in a row too often, so they'll bounce risky, back. A bit risky, though, for the Hawks, but I reckon that they'll still win. The pressure's on. The stakes are high. No, it's not. Insert ten more cliches here, but we'll lift because it's what we do. Because it's, it's your grand final? <laughs> um, no. Um, we're not playing Richmond. 
that's the joke. Um, mm. I'll go for Collingwood. Yep, I'll go for Collingwood. Yep. And the last game of the home and away season, we have Fremantle taking on the Western Bulldogs. Oh, God. Uh, Bulldogs, easy. Yeah, dogs to win. Fremantle are fucking cooked. I can't believe how far they've fallen this year, but uh, there you go. Uh, dogs by a lot, because I think percentage, does it matter for them? Probably not, but... Oh, why are you yeah. doing that? Yeah. Dan? Y- you two stop whispering. <laughs> And speak up. We want, we want to hear you fight. You he was standing on my foot. <laughs> You're not standing on the pillow. My foot is under the pillow. Um, not Fremantle. Whoever's playing, it's not Fremantle. The dogs. No, oh, not Fremantle. You can just tip a draw. It's what Dan would do. No, they don't even deserve two points. And Al? Yeah, Bulldogs just in unconvincing fashion. And Dan probably thinks this game is too shit to tip. The sound of silence. You're too predictable, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and this, well, it's been the podcast for whatever round it is, 23. Hosting is Cookie. Joining us is Teach. Good night. Also joining us is Dan. Yeah. Uh, Penal. <laughs> thinks this well, don't, don't, don't just fuck, fuck. don't, what have you gone to the fucking dunny or something? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid cunt. Oh, Dan, Dan and the horse wedding. I've already left. And also joining us is Morgan Ashley. Au revoir, again. And also Northern Lights. Thank you for listening, and well, finals teams, good luck. Non-finals oh. teams, may you tank for draft picks. So typical that Starburns is only going to come back when finals come back. Well, we'll oh, because he won't, we won't have to worry about well, his we, team we've, losing. We've decided to mutiny against him and, and vote that he never comes back at all. Yeah, I don't like midgets. He'll probably grow by two feet by the time he comes back. What? He'll grow an extra two feet. He's not going to yeah. become a horse. Well, that calcium well, the cows. evolution. It'll take a thousand years, but, you know. Evolution. Well, he does but... have the hairiest hands I've ever seen, but I, I think that means he's behind. <laughs> backwards. <laughs> he's evolving backwards. He's actually walking <laughs> on his hands again. He is Harambe's cousin. <laughs> oh, for Dicks out for Starburns. <laughs> Thank you for listening. See you next week.